So First Nations leaders have been raising red flags, asking the feds for the share of the pot pie. And with the rollout just now a couple of months away, they say they've had no consultation with the government that promised, you know, that nation to nation building. They want their own taxation power to build policing infrastructures and regulations. And then there are the fact that they say they haven't been enough, given enough information to properly deal with something so enormous. Let's bring Chief Randall Phillips into the conversation. He is the elected chief of the Oneida Nation of Thames in London, Ontario. Chief Phillips, um, we know that First Nations leaders are speaking out and asking for, for a portion and the taxing power for marijuana, but you also have concerns about the rollout. What is your major concern right now? One of the things that we've, as uh, First Nations leaders, are looking at is just the, uh, the the quickness in terms of how this legislation is rolling itself out. We've heard from many Canadians right across this country that there's a concern that they don't understand it, and First Nations communities are in that same position. We just don't understand it. It's coming relatively fast. Um, and traditionally and typically, we were the last to know of anything. So that uh, that kind of added process just to uh, puts more pressure on us to explain these things to our communities a little bit uh, a little bit more urgency. Yeah, I mean, we've spoken to municipalities where officials say, look, we are not prepared to get the policing. We are not prepared because we don't have any communication uh, with the government on how it's going to work. Is your uh, community experiencing the same um, confusion as to how this is supposed to work? Yes, exactly. One of the things that we could try to make a distinction to uh, uh, Ms. Pearson is that we're trying to make a distinction between this notion of uh, the medical marijuana cannabis law and the new recreational law. And I think that's the focus in terms of where a majority of our concerns are is in this recreational piece. Mm -hmm. And so what why has there not been more consultation then with the federal government, let alone the provincial government? Well, that's a very difficult question. Um, uh, my history has always said that this is just the way things work with First Nations communities. We've always been left out of consultations and discussions. That's why we had to push these uh, these to try to get the federal government to recognize that there is a duty to consult. So anyways, we're slowly getting past that, but we're still seeing the remnants of the old thinking in terms of saying we're still words of the state. And we'll deal with it on their behalf. So they haven't caught up to the fact that, you know, there's a lot of communities like mine. I'm, I, I come from the far, fifth largest community in, in Ontario. You know, so we don't necessarily need all the institutional help that some of their smaller communities have. Mm-hmm. And so we all get attended to all get painted with the same brush that one can't do it because the other one can't do it. And that's part of where I'm kind of disagreeing with this whole process. Right. OK. And so your major concern would be with the selling of it uh, and the policing of it? Well, um, and again, this is, this is a good point there, Alex. This, this marijuana issue is not brand new. Mm-hmm. This has been around for years and years and years. And the police have always had tools and mechanisms to stop this. And they haven't. So let's let's look at it for what it is, or at least what I see it is. And this is just the notion of a tax grab. Right. Okay. Right? So then... And they put, then they've also put penalties in now that the, they don't also talk about. So, you know, when they got, they're going to go uh, add policing to uh, to impaired drivers, mm-hmm. well, they're, they're going to get fined. Guess where all that money's going to go? So nobody's ever talked about this other additional revenues that are coming into the province and the feds. But my key was that this is a brand new pot of money for them. And all of the language that uh, Prime Minister Trudeau is talking about, reconciliation and, and these other things about uh, new revenue sharing or new physical arrangements, Here's a brand new pocket of money, and they didn't even consider us once in terms of how to address water issues, housing issues, anything else issues. All they worried about is the notion of increased criminal activity. 
Right. Well, they've always had that problem. So I don't understand the difference. That's that's where I'm concerned about in terms of why they're highlighting these things and not other things. Right. As far as policing, we don't have adequate policing to begin with. So imagine if any of the extra concerns that's being put on by the by the by the local municipality police forces to say that they can't handle it. Well, then that's going to it's just going to triple that a negative impact within our communities. Absolutely. And so where do you see this going? Do you will there be some kind of challenge launched? I mean, this is just a couple of months away. Well, we I guess that's the, always the difficulty. We're working on the good graces in terms of our federal and provincial counterparts. And so now they've started to talk to us a little bit more, um, opening up avenues, opening up little windows. I'm not sure where they're going to go yet, Miss Pearson, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, we're going to knock on those doors. Right. So I don't even think the governments even know how to handle in terms of dealing with First Nations. Even when we talked about this reconciliation nation to nation, I've gone right up to the Department of Indian Northern Affairs and they're going, uh, Chief, uh, uh, well, uh, let's have these discussions. We don't know. So it's very difficult to kind of catch up to the politicians when they're saying we're already here at point A. And yet we're, a lot of us are still back at point E trying to figure out what's going on. It's just the same old, same old. Same old, same old, Alex. Same old, same old. So, uh, you know, it's I guess, uh, you know, I don't take it upon myself, but I certainly as a leader that uh, I've got to protect my interests here in terms of my population and my people. And so I've been a bit, bit more ab, a bit more aggressive in terms of trying to deal with the federal government. So when they talk about all of this education piece for our kids, where is it? Stay where tuned. Is it? Where yeah. is it? It's coming. Uh, any resources to deal with this? It's coming. Stay tuned. You know, uh, the, the, I got asked about this budget, a uh, new budget. Oh, look at all of the, the, the monies that they put for First Nations programs. Well, let's see that money. That gets stuck up in bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, well, don't, we don't get that money until August, uh, September. So, you know, this whole process needs to be reviewed when we're dealing with First Nations issues. And, and I'm one of those, those First Nations leaders that want to look at that bigger picture. And if we have that bigger picture small, solved, then these little instances like this We've got a better way to handle it. Well, we will uh, keep in touch with you on it. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Mayor Pearson. I hope you have a, a lovely day. That is Chief Randall Phillips, who's the elected chief of the Oneida Nation in uh, near London, Ontario. So there are a lot of questions, but clearly we are very, very close to this day. Hey, we got that new fancy schmancy logo that was just announced today. But it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Because the First Nations leaders are speaking up. They want some consultation. They haven't got it. So we'll see what happens as we get closer to it.